You are about to listen to the full interview with Dali Sandra Diputra. Sections of it were originally included in our Orang Pendek episode. Dali Sandra Diputra is a cryptozoologist who lives in Indonesia and tirelessly searches for undiscovered animals. We learn more about the local beliefs and what he has done to search for the creature. A disclaimer, the recording conditions were not ideal, but we still hope you enjoy. Um, do you consider yourself a cryptozoologist? Yes, I would like to say uh, a cryptozoologist for now because uh, my background is uh, never take study in anthropology because my background in education is uh, education, you know. I'll be a teacher someday, but I don't want to be a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> could you maybe, just for people who don't know what a cryptozoologist is, could you maybe just kind of describe what that is? Uh, yes, cryptozoologist is the subject to learn unknown animals and uh, or hidden hidden in animal in the in the world. Is like a Bigfoot in the United States and the Yeti, also uh, Yowie in Australia, and uh, Orang Pendek in the Sumatra. I think that not uh, uh, many people in, in the world know about the uh, uh, cryptozoology world in Sumatra, you know, because we have also when uh, go to forest finding something uh, uh, Sumatran Bigfoot, you know, I got some the big print as well in the forest. It's not uh, it's not only the Orang Pendek. Yeah, and that's the, the Bigfoot you're referring to. Is that the Orang Gadang? Maybe I'm saying Orang Gadang. Yes, yes, Orang Gadang. Could you maybe talk? Yeah, could you maybe talk a little bit about the Orang Gadang? Because I actually don't know much about it. I saw some of the videos you sent where you had talked about it, but that was actually one of the first times I'd heard of it. So curious to hear. Ah, uh, yes. When uh, I was in the West Sumatra, I think uh, the, the Orang Gadang is like uh, different places with the Orang Pendek. Orang Pendek is a species, uh, special in the uh, Sumatra Grinchy. I mean, but when I was visiting uh, the uh, West Sumatra, I found something new creatures. By interview local people, he told me about the creatures, the really big, about uh, the hike, two meters, something like that, and so so strong. He called the Orangadang and Mawas. I'd like to go back to the Orangadang later, but maybe let's focus on the Orang Pendek for right now. Um, <clears throat> have you ever seen the Orang Pendek yourself? Uh, no. What evidence exists that you've seen that convinces you that it might be a real creature? Uh, you know, uh, when I was visit the uh, uh, one area in the near the Gunung Tuju, uh, it called uh, Kubang Gajah. Uh, when I found the prints in the ground, so uh, I heard something, something like a noisy in my, my back. So I, I run back and then take some photos. Also in my home, I make a zoom in my photos. Then I found uh, like the creatures in the on the tree. You know. So anyway, I sent this photo to my friends in the friends. So he it did something to my my pictures also. And then I sent to Sean Parker from the Canada. And then he makes some uh, some sketch about the, these creatures. I know that the, there's a lot of folklore that surrounds Orang Pendek. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, many, many, many like uh, many sorts from the local people. Also, different uh, folklore, many version. I mean, <laughs> one uh, one version say like uh, this creatures uh, is a uh, coarse coarse people in the in the past time. He he makes something like uh, wars in the village. Also, the course and then go to forest and. Uh, Compared to be uh, monkeys something like that, but uh, 
just no 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 proof no proof uh, for until now i just uh, i just tell the opening this is like a missing link yeah i know that they found those fossils on the island flores of homo floresiensis um back in 2004 i think do you think that there could be a connection between the fossils of homo floresiensis and, and what the orang pendek is uh, could be because uh, no, the orang pendek is uh, there is no proof in, uh, in 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 sumatra i mean nobody found the bones in sumatra as uh, only people uh, just see, just see uh, in person about uh, the orang pendek i mean then uh, found the footprint something like that only that no no found bones but uh, uh, i was in expedition with adam davis in the 2009 we found some some hairs. We collect some hairs and then send to the Copenhagen University, I think. So he found some DNA, different DNA with the monkey and the human. Half a monkey, half human, something like that. Yeah. Where where is the orang pendek most most commonly sighted in Indonesia? Well, you know. Most people look uh, for our appendix in the Gunung Tuju, and then when I, when I was in expedition, I explored many forests in in, in Sumatra. One day in Bengkulu, and uh, with uh, Bengkulu, Bengkulu have the, some good story as well about the appendix. You know, uh, the based on the history from the Dutch colonial time, the appendix first sighting in the. In Bengkulu, in Bukit Kaba. A lot of people compare or think that the orang pendek could be a misidentified gibbon or orangutan. What do you What do you think is different about the orang uh, orang pendek that makes it not possible to be either one of those? Well, it is like a simple simple description. I mean, because uh, when I did some interview with the local people, it all uh, about the orang pendek walk uh, walk upright. And then given is not like that, so that's only different thing because uh, many monkey is not like uh, walk like human or upright something like that. So that's only that's it. So you you actually so you knew Alex Schlegel who did the camera trapping project you mentioned. Yes. Uh, yes. How did you guys come to know each other? Well, first I, I was working in the internet cafe before. So, uh, I like always come to my internet cafe because I think uh, the the city only have one internet cafe. That's me. <laughs> so, his guide, uh, his his guide, uh, not cannot use the internet. So I like talk to his guide. You have to make uh, friends with the uh, this man. Uh, yeah, so he can help us to send information to the United States, something like that. So, uh, we have some talking with Alec uh, about the next, uh, about the project, I mean. So, after Alec come back to the United States for holiday, I mean, uh, I, I, I make friends with his guide and then talk about our appendix and then send information to United States with uh, to Alex and uh, to Peter Seurik. And then I like come back again to the Sumatra and then stay at my home about uh, three months. Oh, three months? Yeah. Wow, so he was there for a while. Three months. So, you know, uh, from that, I like uh, teach me some English conversation as well. Because he speaks Indonesian very well. Yeah. 
Did yeah. you go out with them when they uh, set up the cameras? Were yes. you involved in the project? Only, only a few times. When I like, uh, come back to the state, I uh, set up camera for the few time with the Sahar. His name is Sahar, his cat is Sahar. And then learn about the appendix as well with Sahar and then uh, come back. Not, 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 not too long to work with the organic project with Alex, you know, I think only a few, few time to go to forest because uh, I have to finish my study as well, you know. I think Alex mentioned that Sahar maybe recently passed away. Yes. Is that? Yeah. Um, but although I, Alex mentioned something interesting that Sahar for a very long time was very skeptical of the Oring Pendek, but right near the end of his life, uh, Alex said that he had actually seen the creature. And yeah. he was very surprised. Do you do you know? He didn't know much about the story around that. Do you know the story around uh, that? You know, in 2009, Sahar seen the creatures with uh, with uh, my friends Adam Davis. Uh, you know, uh, we did some uh, we, we did expedition in 2009. Uh, there is like a member uh, Richard Freeman, Adam Davis, Dev, and then Christopher Clark. Uh, we explored the Gunung Tuju. So at that time, we split the uh, two teams in the forest. Sahar and uh, Dev in a different area. Me, Adam, and uh, Richard go to different area. Uh, lucky, Sahar and uh, Dev did the rampant in person. So, uh, 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 so that 2011, we did expedition again to the forest. After that, Sahar passed away. Yeah. What did, did Sahar tell you exactly what he saw and like how it came about? Like what was the creature doing? What did it look like? Well, uh, he saw the Oropendek, uh, the climb, uh, climb the tree, climb the tree. Uh, so when he wanted to take some photos for Oropendek and uh, the Oropendek go away, uh, uh, run very fast. And, and it ran away on two legs like a human, right? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever seen any footprints uh, that you think could be Orang Pendek? Yes, many, many of the prints that uh, could be the Orang Pendek tracks. Also, I went to 2012 from uh, uh, my, my project starting with the Cliff Rackman. I sent uh, many prints to United States until 2016. So I think uh, uh, hundreds of prints have been sent to the Cliff Rackman. Oh, wow. That's a lot. And, really? and what do you... what? What happens? Like, do they have any of them been identified, or any still unexplained? Like, how what happens with that? Uh, I'm not sure about the what the clip to the, my my friends uh, have been sent because uh, uh, my 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 job only look for the prints and then uh, uh, interview the local people and then send them to just finish about it. So you don't hear after you send it, you don't necessarily hear what the verdict is on the print. Well. If uh, my my solo project, yes, I sell I sell my footprint to few people in the in the United States. Also, when uh, when I uh, crowd funding and the gogetfunding.com, I I I sent to uh, a man from the United States, Vance uh, Martin. Vance Martin, I mean, I I send a print to him. Um, and then the prints, what do the prints look like? Like what, what makes an Oring Pendek print identifiable compared to like anything else that you might find in the jungle? Well, you know, uh, uh, five toes, they have the five toes and then the, uh, the thumb, the more, more like, uh, I, I, I can, I can explain how to, to say like, maybe you can say the, 
uh, cliffbrockman.com. You, you can search about the Oropendiga uh, prints, and then I sent to them to him. I mean. Great, yeah. I did see those, yeah. Do you know Debbie Martyr? Are you uh, familiar with her work? Yes, I know her, but uh, only meet for one time, I, mean, I think, because when I was interviewed for my book, I only meet with the uh, one time. Yes. But Do you I, know much I, about, about her work and what she did? Not about her, but uh, when I was this interview with her, he talked to me, you have seen the Orapendek in, in Gunung Tuju and uh, in, you know, in Bengkulu as well. Did she give you any information about how she saw the creature? Like what, what, what happened when she saw it? Uh, not, too, not too much. She talked to me. Uh, her, she talked to me about the creatures, you know. I mean, it only he found the Orapendek in the Guntuju, and then he go to Bengkulu to do some expedition, and then he found the Orapendek as well. Something like that. Only that, I think. When you go out and look for the Orang Pendek, what what do you do? Do you go camp in the jungle? Like what sort of uh, what sort of work do you do when you're looking for it? Uh, first, first time, I go to the village, and then they, they do some interview to the local people. This important for me. Uh, and then he go to, uh, and then he take me to go to the forest. And then we, in the deep forest, we make camp uh, about a few days in the forest. And then uh, look for uh, around to look for the some prints, and then look for some hairs, and then go back to the village again. How often do you go? I can count, you know. I cannot count because uh, really that yeah, many. Too many location I visit for the pandemic, you know. I think uh, for one month I can go about uh, three times, four times, something like that, to go forest. How long do you stay out in the forest? So about the five days. Sometimes, some, some five days, three days, something like that. But uh, if I go to the with the big team, we can stay in the ten days in the forest. Yeah, I actually have uh, Richard Freeman. I have his book, and I was reading uh, about his time in Indonesia. Um, did he find anything? Was that just on that expedition you guys took, where Sahar saw the Orang Pendek? Was there any other encounters he had in his trip while he was there with you? Yeah. Uh, but I think uh, uh, Richard's book is uh, is very good. So he because he puts many material, but I think uh, he missed something. He missed something. Something places that good to to go uh, to look for uh, uh, cryptozoologist work. I think uh, if uh, Richard Freeman hear about this uh, conversation, I hope he go to West Sumatra to look for the another creatures. Also in Bengkulu, Bengkulu has some aquatic monkey as well. Hmm. Yes. What's that? What's the aquatic monkey? What's that called? Aquatic monkey is a creature stay in the in, 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 on the river. It's like a monkey. Monkey stay in the river and then uh, get some eat some fish. That's funny. That's funny. I think. What's it called? What's the name uh, for that? Siamang ayer. Siamang ayer. I'll have to look that one up. I haven't heard of that one. Ah uh, yes. There's only people, only few people to look for them. In Indonesia, I think only two people look for them. From, from uh, uh, first, first from the uh, TV channel from Indonesia, and then the second uh, myself. <laughs> You've gone and looked for. Did you see any evidence for it? No, I think it's uh, only like uh, folklore from the uh, local people over there. Yes, but uh, you know, uh, one, one thing interesting for me when I did some interview in the local people, and then the climb have the seen the Shamang Ayer. Also, Shamang Ayer uh, have some victim 
from the local people. How do you do you see effects of like the deforestation of the jungles in Indonesia affecting Boring Pendek and and how we're gonna find it? Like, how do you see that affecting? Well, the you search? know, uh, there's something something mess from Indonesia. I mean, from the outside, the forest is very good, and then we go, when we go to the inside the forest, we see many illegal logging activities. Um. If a view, if someone who's listening to this is interested in like learning more about you, is there a good place for them to follow your work and like follow your search for these creatures? And if you're going to put out a new book, do you have like a website that they can go to? Yes, uh, I, I just set up my website, but uh, this is not only for the cryptozoologist uh, work. Sometimes I put my, my my experiences go to expedition, and there's something about the, my traveling work, something like that. Uh, you can find my website in Dali and Friends, so uh, com. And so you uh, can uh, find me on my Instagram. And uh, what's your what's your Instagram again? Uh, Dali Sandra Diputra. Gotcha. Great. Gotcha. Maybe we could talk a little bit more about Orangating. Gotting. I'm probably saying that wrong before we go because this was the first I'd heard about it. So is it is it more aggressive than the Orang Pendek? I thought I heard some information that it might be a more aggressive, hostile creature. Mm, yeah, so I think uh, there's not many sighting uh, about these creatures, uh, you know, because uh, the local people is not uh, is not focused to, to, to look for the Rangadam. I mean, something like that, because when the local people go to forest uh, for the looking some some bird um, or, or something else, they just uh, find the Rangadam and they don't want to talk to the people in the outside the forest. I just keep the secret information. Uh, I'm lucky. Yes, I'm lucky because uh, I just uh, I did some interview. Few people look for the Orangadam. Yeah, but Orangadam location is uh, West Sumatra, not the uh, Trinchi. Do you believe the Orangadam could be a real creature? Of course, because I found uh, many prints of Orangadam as well in the forest in the West Sumatra. Also, on I think the 2014 when I did some some expedition in the West Sumatra, all of the prints I found is not Europeanic prints, you know, very very big prints. Kind of like kind of like a Bigfoot, what we would think of as the yes, American Bigfoot. Same like a Bigfoot. But you're saying there aren't a lot of sightings, necessarily a lot of sightings of it at the moment, right? Right. Not many people have seen it. Yes. Mm. Or do you have any plans to go out and look more for that creature? Uh, yes, uh, when I, I collect my money and then I save my money and then go to the forest to look for the creatures. Uh, for now, just break it down because I have to finish my uh, my second book. If get some funding from my second book, I can go to forest again. <laughs> Anything that I haven't asked you about in regards to the Oring Pendek that you think it might be useful for people to know about? Yes, uh, you know, something like our pendek come to the shelter of the farmer to take some sugar and then oil and then he, uh, the pendek eats all also to digging something in the, his farm uh, because uh, many our pendek sighting uh, come to the farm and then digging something uh, like uh, potatoes or uh, just look for insects, something like that. Yeah. Have any farmers ever tried to like prevent Orang Pendek from stealing their crops or food? Yes, so in person, but uh, Orang Pendek grabbed his food, something like that, in the 
border with Sumatra and the Quinci. We did some interview in the 2011. Uh, the company come come down from the forest to his farm, and then uh, break up the his shelter, and then the, uh, grab his uh, sugar and uh, and put everything in the in the, his, his, his shelter, and then go to outside. And then in, in, in another place, they were panic digging something in his uh, farm, that was, and then go up to to forest again, something like that. Has anyone ever trapped one? Have you ever heard any stories of anyone trapping one or catching one when it sneaks onto the property? Uh, like I said before, I, I have the uh, capture of the pictures of one panic, but not, not sure, because many trees of them so I, I don't want the people guess, told me that I, I have to get some sick yeah. in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe the Orang Penda could be a real creature? Let us know on our Twitter and Instagram at strange underscore phenom and on Facebook at strange phenomenon, all one word. Please give us a review and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Visit www.strange-phenomenon.com for a full list of sources and more episodes. Strange Phenomenon is hosted by Ray Tarara. It's written and produced by R.J. Blake and Ray Tarara. Theme music by Tara Monk. Additional music provided by Sergi Cheramizanov.